The Letter to the Hebrews, Chapters 10 through 13, from the 20th Century New Testament. This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information, or to volunteer, please visit LibriVox.org. Recording by J. A. Carter, www.authenticlight.org. The 20th Century New Testament, by a company of about 20 scholars. The Letter to the Hebrews chapters 10 through 13 chapter 10 the law though able to foreshadow the better system which was coming never had its actual substance its priests with those sacrifices which they offer continually year after year can never make those who come to worship perfect otherwise would not the offering of these sacrifices have been abandoned as the worshippers having been once purified would have had their consciences clear from sins but on the contrary these sacrifices recall their sins to mind year after year for the blood of bulls and goats is powerless to remove sins that is why when he was coming into the world the christ declared sacrifice and offering thou didst not desire but thou dost provide for me a body thou dost take no pleasure in burnt offerings and sacrifices for sin so i said see i have come as it is written of me in the pages of the book to do thy will o god first come the words thou dost not desire nor dost thou take pleasure in sacrifices offerings burnt offerings and sacrifices for sin offerings regularly made under the law and then there is added see i have come to do thy will the former sacrifices are set aside to be replaced by the latter and it is in the fulfillment of the will of god that we have been purified by the sacrifice once and for all of the body of jesus christ every other priest stands day after day at his ministrations and offers the same sacrifices over and over again sacrifices that can never take sins away but this priest after he had offered one sacrifice for sins which should serve for all time took his seat at the right hand of god and has since then been waiting for his enemies to be put as a stool for his feet by a single offering he has made perfect for all time those who are being purified we have also the testimony of the holy spirit for after saying this is the covenant that i will make with them after those days says the lord i will impress my laws on their hearts and will inscribe them on their minds then we have and their sins and their iniquities i will no longer remember and when these are forgiven there is no further need of an offering for sin therefore brothers since we may enter the sanctuary with confidence in virtue of the blood of jesus by the way which he inaugurated for us a new and living way a way through the sanctuary curtain that is his human nature and since we have in him a great high priest set over the house of god let us draw near to god in all sincerity of heart and in perfect faith with our hearts purified by the sprinkled blood from all consciousness of wrong and with our bodies washed with pure water let us maintain the confession of our faith unshaken for he who has given us his promise will not fail us let us vie with one another in a rivalry of love and noble actions and let us not as some do cease to meet together but on the contrary let us encourage one another and all the more now that you see the day drawing near remember if we sin willfully after we have gained a full knowledge of the truth there can be no further sacrifice for sin there is only a fearful anticipation of judgment and a burning indignation which will destroy all opponents when a man disregarded the law of moses he was on the evidence of two or three witnesses put to death without pity 
how much more then think you will be the punishment deserved by those who have trampled underfoot the son of god who have treated the blood that rendered the covenant valid the very blood by which they were purified as of no account and who have outraged the spirit of love we know who it was that said it is for me to avenge i will requite and again the lord will judge his people it is a fearful thing to fall into the hands of the living god call to mind those early days in which after you had received the light you patiently underwent a long and painful conflict sometimes in consequence of the taunts and injuries heaped upon you you became a public spectacle and sometimes you suffered through having shown yourselves to be friends of men who were in the very position in which you had been for you not only sympathized with those who were in prison but you even took the confiscation of your possessions joyfully knowing as you did that you had in yourselves a greater possession and a lasting one do not therefore abandon the confidence that you have gained for it has a great reward awaiting it you still have need of patient endurance in order that when you have done god's will you may obtain the fulfilment of his promise for there is indeed but a very little while ere he who is coming will have come without delay and through faith the righteous man shall find his life but if a man draws back my heart can find no pleasure in him but we do not belong to those who draw back to their ruin but to those who have faith to the saving of their souls chapter eleven faith is the realization of things hoped for the proof of things not seen and it was for faith that the men of old were renowned faith enables us to perceive that the universe was created at the bidding of god so that we know that what we see was not made out of visible things faith made the sacrifice which abel offered to god a better sacrifice than cain's and won him renown as a righteous man god himself establishing his renown by accepting his gifts and it is by the example of his faith that abel though dead still speaks faith led to enoch's removal from earth that he might not experience death he could not be found because god had removed him for before his removal he was renowned as having pleased god but without faith it is impossible to please him for he who comes to god must believe that god exists and that he rewards those who seek for him it was faith that enabled noah after he had received the divine warning about what could not then be foreseen to build in reverent obedience an ark in which to save his family by his faith he condemned the world and became possessed of that righteousness which follows upon faith it was faith that enabled abraham to obey the call that he received and to set out for the place which he was afterwards to obtain as his own and he set out not knowing where he was going it was faith that made him go to live as an immigrant in the promised land as in a strange country living there in tents with isaac and jacob who shared the promise with him for he was looking for the city with the sure foundations whose architect and builder is god again it was faith that enabled sarah to conceive though she was past the age for childbearing because she felt sure that he who had given her the promise would not fail her and so from one man and that when his powers were dead there sprang a people as numerous as the stars in the heavens or the countless grains of sand upon the shore all these died sustained by faith they did not obtain the promised blessings but they saw them from a distance and welcomed the sight and they acknowledged themselves to be only aliens and strangers on the earth those who speak thus show plainly that they are seeking their fatherland if they had been thinking of the land that they had left they could have found opportunities to return but no they were longing for a better a heavenly land 
and therefore God was not ashamed to be called their God. Indeed, he had already prepared them a city. It was faith that enabled Abraham, when put to the test, to offer Isaac as a sacrifice, he who had received the promises, offering up his only son, of whom it had been said, It is through Isaac that there shall be descendants to bear thy name. For he argued that God was able even to raise a man from the dead, and indeed, figuratively speaking, Abraham did receive Isaac back from the dead. It was faith that enabled Isaac to bless Jacob and Esau, even with regard to the future. Faith enabled Jacob, when dying, to give his blessing to each of the sons of Joseph, and to bow himself in worship as he leant upon the top of his staff. Faith caused Joseph, when the end was near, to speak of the future migration of the Israelites, and to give instructions with regard to his bones. Faith caused the parents of Moses to hide the child for three months after his birth, for they saw that he was a beautiful child, and they would not respect the king's order. It was faith that caused Moses, when he was grown up, to refuse the title of son of a daughter of Pharaoh. He preferred sharing the hardships of God's people to enjoying the short-lived pleasures of sin. For he counted the reproaches that are heaped upon the Christ of greater value than the treasures of Egypt, looking forward as he did to the reward awaiting him. Faith caused him to leave Egypt, though undaunted by the king's anger, for he was strengthened in his endurance by the vision of the invisible God. Faith led him to institute the Passover and the sprinkling of the blood, so that the destroyer might not touch the eldest children of the Israelites. Faith enabled the people to cross the Red Sea as if it had been dry land, while the Egyptians, when they attempted to do so, were drowned. Faith caused the walls of Jericho to fall after being encircled for seven days. Faith saved Rahab the prostitute from perishing with the unbelievers after she had entertained the spies with friendliness need i add anything more time would fail me if i attempted to relate the stories of gideon barak samson and jephthah and those of david samuel and the prophets by their faith they subdued kingdoms ruled righteously gained the fulfillment of god's promises shut the mouths of lions quelled the fury of the flames escaped the edge of the sword found strength in the hour of weakness displayed their prowess in war and routed hostile armies women received back their dead raised to life some were tortured on the wheel and refused release in order that they might rise to a better life others had to face taunts and blows and even chains and imprisonment they were stoned to death they were tortured they were sawn asunder they were put to the sword they wandered about clothed in the skins of sheep or goats destitute persecuted ill-used men of whom the world was not worthy roaming in lonely places and on the mountains and in caves and holes in the ground. Yet, though they all won renown by their faith, they did not obtain the final fulfillment of God's promise, since God had in view some better thing for us that they, apart from us, should not attain perfection. Chapter 12 Seeing, therefore, that there is on every side of us such a throng of witnesses, let us also lay aside everything that hinders us and the sin that clings about us and run with patient endurance the race that lies before us our eyes fixed upon jesus the leader and perfect example of our faith who for the joy that lay before him endured the cross heedless of its shame and now has taken his seat at the right hand of the throne of god weigh well the example of him who had to endure such opposition from men who were sinning against themselves so that you should not grow weary or faint-hearted you have not yet in your struggle with sin resisted to the death 
and you have forgotten the encouraging words which are addressed to you as God's children. My child, think not lightly of the Lord's discipline. Do not despond when he rebukes you, for it is him whom he loves that he disciplines, and he chastises every child whom he acknowledges. It is for your discipline that you have to endure all this. God is dealing with you as his children. For where is there a child whom his father does not discipline? If you are left without that discipline in which all children share, it shows that you are bastards and not true children. Further, when our earthly fathers disciplined us, we respected them. Shall we not, then, much rather yield submission to the Father of souls and live? Our fathers disciplined us for only a short time, and as seemed best to them. But God disciplines us for our true good, to enable us to share His holiness. No discipline is pleasant at the time. On the contrary, it is painful. But afterwards its fruit is seen in the peacefulness of a righteous life, which is the lot of those who have been trained under it. Therefore lift again the down-dropped hands, and strengthen the weakened knees. Make straight paths for your feet, so that the lame limb may not be put out of joint, but rather be cured. Try earnestly to live at peace with everyone, and to attain to that purity without which no one will see the Lord. Take care that no one fails to use the loving help of God, that no bitterness is allowed to take root and spring up and cause trouble, and so poison the whole community. Take care that no one becomes immoral or irreligious like Esau, who sold his birthright for a single meal. For you know that even afterwards, when he wished to claim his father's blessing, he was rejected, for he never found an opportunity to repair his error, though he begged for the blessing with tears. It is not to tangible flaming fire that you have drawn near, nor to gloom and darkness and storm and the blast of a trumpet and an audible voice. Those who heard that voice entreated that they might hear no more, for they could not bear to think of the command. If even an animal touches the mountain, it is to be stoned to death. And so fearful was the sight that Moses said, I tremble with fear. No, but it is to Mount Zion that you have drawn near, the city of the living God, the heavenly Jerusalem, to countless hosts of angels, to the festal gathering and assemblage of God's eldest sons, whose names are enrolled in heaven, to God, the judge of all men, to the spirits of the righteous who have attained perfection, to Jesus, the intermediary of a new covenant, and to the sprinkled blood that tells of better things than the blood of Abel. Beware how you refuse to hear him who is speaking. For if the Israelites did not escape punishment when they refused to listen to him who taught them on earth the divine will, far worse will it be for us if we turn away from him who is teaching us from heaven. Then his voice shook the earth, but now his declaration is, Still once more I will cause not only the earth to tremble, but also the heavens. And those words, still once more, indicate the passing away of all that is shaken, that is, of all created things, in order that only what is unshaken may remain. Therefore, let us who have received a kingdom that cannot be shaken be thankful, and so offer acceptable worship to God with awe and reverence. For our God is a consuming fire. Chapter 13 Let your love for the brethren continue. Do not neglect to show hospitality, for through being hospitable men have all unawares entertained angels. Remember the prisoners as if you were their fellow prisoners, and the oppressed, not forgetting that you also are still in the body. Let marriage be honored by all, and the married life be pure, for God will judge those who are immoral and those who commit adultery. 
do not let your conduct be ruled by the love of money be content with what you have for god himself has said i will never forsake you nor will i ever abandon you therefore we may say with confidence the lord is my helper i will not be afraid what can man do to me do not forget your leaders the men who told you god's message recall the close of their lives and imitate their faith jesus christ is the same yesterday and today yes and forever do not let yourselves be carried away by the various novel forms of teaching it is better to rely for spiritual strength upon the divine help than upon regulations regarding food for those whose lives are guided by such regulations have not found them of service we are not without an altar but it is one at which those who still worship in the tabernacle have no right to eat the bodies of those animals whose blood is brought by the high priest into the sanctuary as an offering for sin are burnt outside the camp and so jesus also to purify the people by his own blood suffered outside the gate therefore let us go out to him outside the camp bearing the same reproaches as he for here we have no permanent city but are looking for the city that is to be through him let us offer as our sacrifice continual praise to god an offering from lips that glorify his name never forget to do kindly acts and to share what you have with others for such sacrifices are acceptable to god obey your leaders and submit to their control for they are watching over your souls as men who will have to render an account so that they may do it with joy and not in sorrow that would not be to your advantage pray for us for we are sure that our consciences are clear since our wish is to be occupied with what is good and i the more earnestly ask for your prayers that i may be restored to you the sooner may god the source of all peace who brought back from the dead him who by virtue of the blood that rendered valid the unchangeable covenant is the great shepherd of god's sheep jesus our lord may god make you perfect in everything that is good so that you may be able to do his will may he bring out in us all that is pleasing in his sight through jesus christ to whom be all glory for ever and ever amen i beg you brothers to bear with these words of advice for i have written only very briefly to you you will be glad to hear that our brother timothy has been set free if he comes here soon we will visit you together give our greetings to all your leaders and to all christ's people our friends from italy send their greetings to you may god bless you all end of the letter to the hebrews chapters 10 through 13 end of the letter to the hebrews